So friends, hear the word of the Lord from the book of Acts, chapter 17, starting in verse 22. Then Paul stood in front of the Aragopas and said, Athenians, I see how extremely spiritual you are in every way. For as though I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, he who is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all peoples to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps fumble about for him and find him. Though, indeed, he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being For even as some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. So through these movements of Fine Arts Sunday, we hope to move through the movements of God's grace in our lives. Starting with this idea of provenient grace. The idea that God's grace goes before us. God's grace goes before all of creation. God's grace goes before every living creature, every person, every newborn baby, every wayward soul, and everything, everything in between. God's grace flows through it all. And so this is what Paul is talking about here with these words and acts. These folks that he was preaching to, they could not quite recognize God, and yet he was finding a way to convey God to them in a way they could understand. Because how do we describe God? How do we describe our relationship to God? Because God is bigger than everything. God is bigger than anything in the universe. God is the creator, in fact, of everything. And yet, in him, we live And we move and we have our being. We can see and we can understand God as that divine presence in our lives, in all of our lives, in every life. And at the end of the day, we remember we are all together children of God. And that is the wonderful miracle. That is what is amazing and awesome and just unbelievable about God's grace. We all start from remembering this place that we are loved. Even when we do not feel like it, we are loved. Even when it feels like we might not measure up, we are loved. Even when we think about people we may struggle to love, even when we think about people we may not even like, those people are very loved by God, too. And that can be hard for us to believe. That can be difficult to live into, and it can feel impossible for us to live out. 
But I invite you, friends, and this is an exercise I really invite you to do. Take a breath. Take a breath and remember that it's in him you live and you move and you have your being. That you have your very breath. And that is provenient grace. That is the beauty and the truth and the love of our creator God, the creator of all things, the creator of all people. And thanks be to God. So friends, despite that gift of love, God's gift of love, which does in fact move and live and breathe in each of us, there is also a reality that we must confront, that sometimes we turn away. And sometimes our love fails. Sometimes it looks like when we do not love our neighbor. Whether that's sins of intentionally hurting another. Or maybe it's not taking the opportunity to help another when we could. We can be blind to the needs and the hurts of others that God has placed around us. Sometimes we do not hear the cry of the needy, whether that's speaking for our siblings who are on the margins, whether that's feeding those in need, clothing those who are naked, visiting those who are sick or in prison. We can let fear overtake instead doing what is right. Sometimes, friends, we even do not love ourselves. Instead, we find ourselves hating our bodies or hating the selves that we have, the way that God has created us. And we can hold ourselves instead of to the standard of love that God has given us to a standard and pressure that's culture created that God never intended. And friends, in the wake of those things, these are the times in which we need confession. And so for that, I bring us a scripture today, Psalm 51, verses 10 through 19. And given that it's Fine Arts Sunday, I'm reading out of the King James Version as I love how poetic this version is. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then I will teach transgressors thy ways and sinners will be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall shew forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, or else I would give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a contrite heart, O God. Thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou walls of Jerusalem. Then 
Thou shalt be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then they shall offer thy bullocks upon thy altar. Friends, for even when we did turn away, for even when our love failed, even when we did not love our neighbor or those in need or even love ourselves, despite it all, God's love, God's love remains steadfast, dear friends. Christ died for all of us. For every single person while we were yet sinners. And that is a proof of the great and the vast and amazing love of our God. But friends, that love and that forgiveness, that joy that comes from that. May it be something that's not only for us to bring us that hope and that peace. But may it not only be for us, but may it be for us to see And to share and to show with all of God's world. So John Wesley, who is the founder of Methodism, would call these movements, call the first justifying grace. This idea that God gives us a cleansing grace that meets each of us when we say yes to following the call of Christ. But as Methodists, it's beautiful. We are not left in that place. We are invited to a next step. We are invited to a journey ahead, a lifelong journey in which he called it sanctifying grace, a lifelong journey of following our God, a lifelong journey of seeking each day to be more like Christ, a lifelong journey of seeking to love our God and love our neighbors more, to love ourselves more just as God commanded us. A lifelong journey that leads to generous living and generous giving. A lifelong journey of spreading God's love in a way that would change our world for the better. So friends, may we follow in the way of Christ. May we learn to love like Jesus. May we learn to live like Jesus. For the sake of changing God's world, for the sake of changing God's beloved creation, all for the better. If what we call the kingdom of God, what we speak about, what we preach about, if that is life as God intends, may we believe in it. Friends, may we see it as a reality. May we together find hope and belief in the kingdom of God. May we find ways to dream of God's kingdom together. And may we find ways to work for the coming of that kingdom together, friends. On earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And so now, friends, as we prepare to go together from this place, may you hear this benediction from the Africana Book of Worship inspired by Martin Luther King in honor of Black History Month. So, brothers and sisters, your dreams should not go unnoticed. God knows your dreams. So now dare to dream out loud so that the world may discover what you and God can do. 
So release every God-given dream so that others may be inspired to do likewise. And so to the author of every good and noble dream, we give all honor and praise. Amen. Go in peace.